0: Hey, hey, Babylonians. I wasn't sure where you were going That Hello.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't hey, mean to interrupt. Hi there. It's <laughs> what I've
0: seen to start has like become my intro
1: well, sound. And noise. the microphone is right by me. Yeah. So I can move it. I can okay. move it. I can move it.
0: have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify. So that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to Distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least I think 10 different platforms or more. If, um, I'm gonna give you a quick rundown about how it works Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm gonna listen. Then, you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening.
1: Hey, who are you that's moving this microphone? Hi, my
0: name is Nicole. Hello, how are you? Hey, who are you over there feeding a baby That's not that you
1: didn't birth, but you're the dad of? It's true. I'm Shauna, the Auntie Daddy. Yes. We and are... together we are... The Babylonian Podcasters!
0: (laughs) We are Bloody Babble's Podcast. Welcome. (laughs) If this is your first time here, welcome to episode 80-something. Yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm actually impressed with the notes I put together today. Good. That's great. We're kind of on a time crunch because we've got children and we have to go get them and there's two upstairs. So if there's a lot of editing, I apologize now. So I'm going to try and like, if I end up having to start a part over... You're not going to know it. It's true. It's great. So, I, she's just throwing it out there just to put it out there. Just so I can remember to write shit down. <laughs> i already lost the pen, the pen that I was going right to write right by with.
1: the um, laptop. Is it? There's a pen well, there and then oh, there's a Oh, there's the
0: one on the there. floor. I okay. want the one on the floor. In case I have to mark time spots. Um, so, yeah. Um, nothing too crazy to uh, start us off with. We still don't have Wyoming. Wyoming,
1: Suck-ish. can you hear us? Can you me no. no. in, Wyoming? Obviously fucking not. So, <laughs> so turn up the volume. <laughs> loud. I'm so sorry. That was hey, really loud. Hey, Babylonians, if you know some Wyoming folk, please. We're going to
0: say it every fucking episode until
1: they show up. Turn them like in and every turn Every single episode. I said that wrong. Turn them on and turn them, I don't know. Turn Happy them listen. on. Yes. Put
0: them on the. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we're doing great. <laughs> this is great. Um, uh, yep, 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 yep. I'm literally going to check it really super fast right now. Okay. And
1: it's fine. And no, no, there's still, yeah, still no Wyoming. So we need you, Wyoming. And we if you're from today. Wyoming,
0: for the love of God, message us. <laughs> and be yeah. like, I'm here. I don't know why Anchor won't read it. But, I mean, we've gotten other, like, countries that have popped through. Not recently. But um, that are, like, that have shown up and said, hey, this country has started listening to you. And we talk about every single one of them because it still blows my brains apart. That we just hit 8700 was my dog throwing up a little she's fine um, everybody's throwing up to me it's fine. it's fine. yeah my son's been sick it's been great Apollo pooped six times this weekend it was great
1: um no, yeah Apollo threw up all over the to- the the bouncer and then it was like 20 minutes later Arlo was like me too blah. but not all over the bouncer
0: <laughs> so my children are puking messes. but I just I got some boob juice donated to me because I I strictly breastfeed my son and I mean I produce a lot but she I do, I need to pump more at home it's uh, there's a whole thing you don't need that whole story We're on, like I said a little bit of a time crunch okay all right
1: I think we'll get it. No, as yep. long as you're done at 8, and yep. if, if I'm a little later than 8, not a big deal.
0: Yeah, because is he just up the street? Yeah, he's nice. up the he's, yeah. yeah, up yeah. the street. Great. So, this is a Nate, 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 Nate dog. Nate, dog. Thank you. And I've got to restart my list because I still haven't done that, but me and Nate have talked about it on Twitter, and he's already suggesting more other cases that I didn't have on the original list. So, this is one of this, and I'm really not excited about what the name of this lady is because Nate's, like... Um, oh. is really into the like deadly women and uh, snapped is a lot of usually female killers. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any serial ones, but this one, um, her name is Adele. Hey, not the singer. Hello. It's so. not her. <laughs> <laughs> and see, but she, um, her ma- married name is Adele Craven, but she was born Adele vacuna. I <laughs> <Yes. laughs> saw it today. Um, so, we're going to just jump right into it. Sorry,
1: love yes. It is a boomerang effect. It, 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 like I just love it. Thank you.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, she had come a long way from her working class roots in Long Beach, California.
1: Hey, She'd met
0: and married a charming airline pilot who gave her the life she'd always dreamed of. Stephen. Stephen Craven. Craven, someone? <laughs> he met Adele Vacuna Matata mm-hmm. um, in Southern California while he was training to become a pilot in the U.S. Coast Guard. And he, she was in mortician school.
1: Hey! You know, just casual flags, things. Bags perhaps. Not always. I mean, if you're a mortician, more are to you. But so she uses just that of what to happens. what
0: happens. Um, they secretly married shortly after in 1989. Uh, Okay, eventually Stephen became a pilot with Delta Airlines, and they moved to Edgewood, Kentucky, with their two young sons.
1: Oh, they had babies.
0: They did. Um, I mentioned their names later on. Okay. Nothing happens to the children. Good. But what happens is horrific.
1: Um,
0: So Stephen's long trips often left Adele lonely. She's literally writing her own Adele song. um, (laughs) Remodeling business. With a family friend seemed to occupy her spare time. Family friend, uh-huh. I don't know. By the spring of 2000, okay. Stephen and Adele were fighting a lot and um, went after some marriage counseling to try and help, as they had done over the course of their marriage. Among other things, he said okay. she would overspend and that she wanted to have sex too often.
1: Oh, hey, and that padding is me burping a baby, so sorry about that.
0: Yeah, because you, oh! you can hear it real good. Did
1: you hear him burp too? Great Great. great all right well patting's done yep <laughs> that's what happens when you have sex Good too often yeah upon- oh yeah <laughs> sex too often. a man complaining about wanting to have sex t- or that the woman wanted that's interesting yeah. i mean i know teach i, I I'm, it just yeah I, you don't hear about very it often. often yeah okay. as a woman who doesn't have sex often True. i'm like huh. can't relate um <laughs> Who are you, <laughs> Not I. I said the
0: cat. Um, Adele. Okay, hold on. Told her friends that Stephen made her skin crawl, on oh. she wished his plane would crash. Oh. Well, Adele, you make my skin crawl, and I really hope you get only cold showers and no hot food ever, because obviously she's in prison. Um, she ended up getting three thousand dollars from her mom so she could file for divorce, but decided that it was not an option and hid the money from Stephen.
1: It was like a, why? Mm-hmm. Why?
0: What's the point? Why? That's because I just want
1: to bitch and moan,
0: and not well, in a good way. I
1: mean, other things are going to happen. I'm assuming because of what we do. Yes. but Wow. Well.
0: So she led him to believe that they were making progress in counseling, while she began her plan to kill him. Gross. Because you know, you don't have the money to just leave him. It's fine. No. Nope. Why not just?
1: <laughs> Take the big step and be like, bang, bang. Sorry, I'm making lots of noise over here. My my monster tea has to be shaken. And that's true. And that's right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and um, that was me. Sorry, making noises. So, sorry. Not editing that out. Um, the Cravens were having some home repair
0: done and a bell, a bell, Adele befriended a man named Rusty McIntyre. McIntyre?
1: <clears throat> Joey McIntyre, N-K-O-T-B. K O T P Sorry. Sorry.
0: Not related. The son of their contractor, um, Rusty, also came from a troubled marriage, and Adele recognized how easily she could manipulate Rusty, and quickly began an affair with him. Mm. She's just layering this shit cake. Grace. In no time, she convinced him to help her kill her husband. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so. That was a follow. Sorry. Listen. Wow. He could have with me. I had. It's
0: been a troublesome day for all of me and my children. Them pooping and puking. And I had some explosive diarrhea today as well. And that's way more than you wanted me to share with you. But
1: was Arlo today too, apparently. Yeah, it's been a
0: rough couple days for us. But I digress. Okay. She convinced Rusty that they would share Stephen's 500000 life um insurance policy and begin a new life together okay mm-hmm. in one source i read five hundred thousand. another one said four hundred fifty thousand. regardless that's a, it's lot. a lot of fucking money and that's not taxable because
1: it's so that's why insurance. she did to divorce him yeah okay all right there we go as these all right all right, all right all right down, all right all right that's what i love about high school girls They're not Adele. Um,
0: (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Actually, no, I'm not sorry. That was great. Uh, Wow, that was really loud. That I'm sorry for. Hey. Um, Okay, no. Unable to muster the courage to kill him herself, or himself, to kill Stephen himself, Rusty convinced, was, Jesus, was convinced by Adele to find someone who could do the job. Rusty turned to a construction site laborer he knew named Ron Pryor who was known to be perpetually in need of money and not afraid to do anything to get some. <laughs> get you some, money, son. Money. Not this. Don't do this. Too bad. Um, they offered him $15,000 to complete this deed, and he was like, hell yeah. Um, a plan was made for the evening of July 12, 2000. Um, it, the plan was Ron was going to beat Stephen with a crowbar and to ransack the home to make it look like a burglary. Oh. It's... I have a trigger warning for when we, like, discuss how Stephen is ultimately murdered, unfortunately. Um, uh, Rusty purchased a murder weapon the night before the murder and called Adele on a phone that he had given her. The cell phone had become a point of contention between um, Stephen and Adele. Stephen wanted Adele to give it back, but she refused. She claimed to be working with Rusty and told Stephen that the phone was necessary. I mean, cell phones were becoming an up-and-coming thing in 2000. 2000. Mm So Adele and Rusty talked a lot on this cell phone. In fact, the cell phone records showed that they um, talked 502 times for a total of 1,875 minutes in the month before the murder, June. On the day of the murder alone, they called each other 22 times a Tuesday.
1: Well, just kidding. Yeah. But maybe. But so more more than likely, likely when, when There was a lot of like. Juicy th- information. There about
0: was a lot of things something. about like the trial case being on a Thursday, so I just completely deleted it out. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't see that. <laughs> it's, it's Thursday. <laughs> or Tuesday. Damn. Yeah. Gam. Yeah. Okay. On July 12, 2000, Rusty and Ron met at 9 a.m. and they waited in a local cemetery uh, for oh, Adele's okay. phone call, because that's not. That's just. That's weird. That's ominous. Yeah. As if, whatever. It's fine. They had planned to go to the Craven home that morning to see the layout, further discuss the plan for murder that night. At the Craven home, Stephen and Adele were planning for an upcoming vacation. So, so fucking sad. Mm -hmm. Stephen called in sick, and Adele was waiting for him to leave the house. Um, He had called a friend in New York and said he would fly with Delta at no cost, because he worked there. Right. Um, And the two were going to meet in New York City to see a Broadway show. Stephen got Adele's approval and called his friend back to make arrangements. Got her approval. Fuck you. Um, Adele immediately called Rusty and told him that they had to do it now. With their oldest son away at day camp, she let her other son go with a neighbor to the grocery store, which provided the opportunity to get Steven alone.
1: I'm sorry. To, sorry to interrupt you. But kind of dumb, too. If It's like now you're going to have this other friend. I mean, I don't know what her yeah, this other friend story, but this friend that's going to be waiting for for him yeah. to go to a Broadway show. And, like, okay, sorry. I yep. mean...
0: And at the time, their boys are six and eight when this happens.
1: Um, So
0: Ron hid in the back of Rusty's truck and they drove to the Craven home. It was not unusual for Rusty to show up uninvited as he still was working a few odd jobs there because they were finishing the basement. When he arrived, Rusty told Stephen he was there to fix a faulty showerhead in the basement. Ron had hidden in the basement at a prearranged spot where Adele had set up a mirror so that he could see when Stephen was in in position to be attacked. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Adele lured uh, Stephen toward the garage by telling him that their pet ferret was loose, the signal for Ron to attack. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: So, as Stephen approached Adele, she shut the half-glass door in his face while Ron attacked. This is where I put the trigger warning. If you want to skip ahead a little bit, we're going to talk about what happens to him because it's pretty fucking graphic. Okay. Um, he struck Stephen a dozen times with the crowbar, shattering his skull so severely that his brain oozed out of the fractures. My he hit him that aggressively. Gosh. His brain, like, came through his skull. Yeah. I read that, and I'm like... It made my stomach drop. Um, Adele stood at the window in the door watching. Watching this happen. As they gathered by Rusty's truck, Adele declared that Stephen was still breathing. Stephen's arm twitched in the large pool of his own blood. She produced the Craven family handgun, a 30, thirty-eight caliber Smith & Wesson, and handed it to Ron... She told him to go in and shoot Stephen. Pryor complied shooting Stephen one time in the head. I
1: have a hickey on
0: my Oh <laughs> I mean, he's got. <laughs> I know. Be good. I'm going to make sure that stays <laughs> in. Because I am going to edit that little part out. Um, okay. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so they shoot. So, so she, she shot? She hands him the gun to shoot him. Okay. She doesn't have any part. She just... Organized
1: No part. I'm gonna set this in the air. She
0: has no part in the actual killing of it, but she organized she's, she's, all of it. Like See you on. next Tuesday. As Ron began to change out of his clothes, Adele said again that Steven was still breathing. Twelve hits to the head, at least a dozen hits to his brain, while his brain is oozing out of his head. Shot in the head one time, and this man is still alive. I don't know. If he would have, like, survived, like, anything, like, if he would if he were to have, like, gotten to a hospital, I don't know if he would have, like, had permanent, like...
1: Nobody was, like, fighting for his little kiddos. And, like,
0: vegetative state is probably what he would have ended up, like, yeah.
1: Or it's just your body's twitching. I don't know either. Right. But, like... Yeah. Oh man! If he was still like fighting for his life, like I just imagine, probably as a parent, you're like, I got it. I have my boys. Yeah, my boys. Oh, as as my a mom
0: Lord. of boys, oh, damn it, Shauna.
1: I know. I'm sorry. Breather. <laughs>
0: <sighs> 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 so she reloads the gun. This oh, fucking cunt fuck said you. it. You <laughs> handed it to Ron and instructed to shoot <laughs> him again.
1: Sorry, sorry sir. Now you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, Apollo's like, yeah, nana. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well so she reloads the gun hands it to him and steven is shot two more times in the head and so t- shot three times and then 12 blows Jeez. um and they ended up leaving bloody boot prints near his body because that essentially is what ended him um ended his life with the deed done, the three went their separate ways. Adele told Rusty that the longer it was before a body was found, the harder it was to establish a time of death. A piece of information she learned while being a mortician. Hey. Becoming a mortician. A neighbor watched as Rusty and Adele drove away from the craven home. Um,
1: well, I'm sure they made plenty of fucking noise with three gunshots and shit. Right. And then beating somebody And it's somebody in a, in a the, garage. Yeah, and beating somebody with the, I mean. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, well, so glad they're not that smart, right?
0: So she immediately goes to the bank and gets a four thousand dollar cash advance from Steven's credit card. Oh. She meets Rusty at a Verizon wireless store where she paid one thousand three hundred and eight dollars and 36 cents hey. on his delinquent hey. cell phone bill. Um,
1: smart, so fucking smart. Um, Adele scared? ends no. up giving uh, Rusty
0: a thousand dollars to pay Ron, and the two had lunch. I just can't, that blows me away. I remember when we did the Shanda case and those three girls went and had breakfast at McDonald's and talked about, ah, okay. And then Rusty then met Ron and gave him the thousand dollars cash for the murder because they obviously were going to have to wait on the rest of the money because insurance things. 10 hours later, Adele comes home and calls 911 from a neighbor's phone because the front door is standing open and there's a light on in the office and my husband is supposed to be in New York. When the police arrived, they found the body. So she's like, like, oh, my God, I don't know what happened to my house, blah, blah, blah. This bitch never sheds a tear because why the fuck would she to appear, to, but tried to appear distraught. Mm-hmm. Detective Wayne Wallace was asked by the city of Edgewood to lead the investigation. An Edgewood patrolman, in inf- I almost said infected, informed detective, because I was trying to put those words together. Uh, detective Wallace, that's just such a cop name. Yes. Detective Wallace. Um, that recently had caught Rusty and Adele having sex in the back of McIntyre's truck. Behind a local church. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. She was screaming Jesus already. Right. <laughs> um, when Detective Wallace spoke with Adele that night, she made no mention of her relationship with Rusty. Of
1: course um, not.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, when Adele's car was searched, it was discovered that she had her passport, a file folder that included birth certificates of her and her children, a bag containing makeup, underwear, marriage counseling notes, a phone charger, and clothes for her and the boys. Casual. Just, you know, normal things to keep in your car. Evidence continued to mount against her. Um, She told at least eight people that she wanted Stephen dead and even asked one to find her a hitman. (laughs) Because, you know, don't be suspicious. Um, She told her babysitter that if anything ever happened to Stephen, not to ask her about it because she did not want to have to lie to her. Okay. She was arrested eight days after he was murdered. Eight days later. That's how long it took for them to get... Enough evidence. She maintained her innocence, of course. Um, Rusty refused to speak with Detective Wallace and fled the country on a prearranged Disney cruise, compliments of Adele and her mother's three thousand um, dollars. When Rusty returned from his vacation, sorry, <laughs>
1: sorry, I'm sorry.
0: You, you just committed a murder. What are you? What's the first thing you're gonna do? I'm going to Disneyland.
1: <laughs> sorry,
0: that's probably really morbid, but.
1: But it's what he did. I mean, it was a cruise. <laughs> Deni- no. I'm going to Disney Cruise. When
0: he returned, he was confronted by Detective Wallace, confessed, revealing the murder for hire plan. <laughs> Detective
1: Wallace showed up with a goofy mask. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Walks in with Mickey Mouse ears. Jeez. Oh, it's got spittle all over your face, sir. Okay. Zoe,
1: yeah, calm down. Mm.
0: Um, Ron... Ron Pryor was immediately arrested and also confessed to Dick de- 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 mm-hmm. Wallace.
1: Yep. Dick Wallace.
0: Dective. Mm-hmm. Detective? Bye. Their confessions led to the retrieval of evidence involved in the murder. Rusty had discarded the bloody clothes and murder weapons at a local um, transfer station. It says, I think it's refuse. Refuse? Not refuse, like refuse. I don't know. The evidence was taken to a garbage landfill in Williamstown, Kentucky. Six weeks after the murder, Detective Wallace and the others searched the landfill through 3,000 tons of garbage for 16 days, found the bloody boots and shirt that Ron wore during the murder. Oh, Buffy, thank you. Amazing. Ooh, DNA, we, yeah, DNA testing confirmed that they were covered with Stephen Craven's blood. Um, McIntyre had discarded the bullets in a wooded area and led Detective Wallace to them. The FBI lab conducted comparative bullet lead analysis and matched the rounds found in the woods with the r- rounds found in Stephen's head. Oh. The murder weapons were never found, however. So they found the dirty, the dirty, the bloody clothes and the the bullet um, casings. Um, with the Commonwealth seeking, because that's the Commonwealth. Uh, Kentucky. Seeking the death penalty against all three defendants, a judge surprisingly severed their cases, forcing separate trials. A deal was made with Rusty to testify against his co-defendants in exchange for a sentence of life without parole for at least 25 years. Um, Ron was first tried in April of 2002 in Kenton County Circuit Court, and a jury sentenced him to death. Adele hired an aggressive attorney who successfully sought a change of venue to Lexington, Kentucky, for whatever reason. The time leading up to the trial, and the trial itself was a full of defense antics for seven weeks and resulted in a hung jury. Um, a mistrial was declared in December of 2002. the oh fuck we have
1: a hung jury? I'm sorry. Sorry. What? 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 I know.
0: It's okay. It, it, it'll get a little better. Um, prosecutors ended up striking up a deal with Ron Pryor to escape the death penalty and testify in Adele's t- retrial in exchange for a si- sentence of life without parole, since he, you know, ultimately was the one who... Right. pull yeah, the trigger and did the damage. Like, um, the trigger how many fucking times? Four? Yeah. three? Three. Three shots and at least 12 blows. Um, Adele was appointed two new attorneys. In January of 2004, she was again tried for murder in Lexington, Kentucky. So, February 19, 2004, um, her three and a half year came to an abrupt end when she stood before a judge and finally admitted she orchestrated her husband's killing. The confession and guilty plea came after prosecutors had completed presenting five weeks of evidence in her retrial. They had dozens of witnesses and presented hundreds of pieces of evidence to show Craven had helped arrange the July 2000 killing of Stephen Craven, a veteran Delta Airlines pilot in their home in Edgewood. Um, Witnesses said she hired a hitman, arranged for him to ambush her husband in the basement of their home, and stood by and watched as her husband was beaten and shot three times. Uh, Quote, there was not one one event, piece of evidence, or testimony in the prosecution's case that convinced Adele to accept a plea agreement, said co-defense attorney Kenneth McCardwell of Louisville. It was a combination of everything, unquote. In exchange for pleading guilty to the charge of complicity to murder, she avoided the possibility of being only the fourth woman in Kentucky history to be sentenced to death. Um, Kenton County Circuit Judge Patricia, I'm going to guess... Summy? sum sum, summe okay
1: sume, sume. i don't know
0: patricia okay sentenced her at the age of 40 to life in prison she would be eligible for parole in 20 years uh, no right um prosecutor luke, luke morgan of frankfurt said the plea agreement was worth it even if he didn't get a death sentence um the most important thing is she admitted that she did it said morgan she won't be able to file for appeals for years to come and harass the victim's family. This guilty plea will help relieve the pain the family has felt. After six weeks of trial and at the conclusion of the Commonwealth case, she requested to plead guilty to murder to avoid a possible sentence of death and agree to a sentence of life in prison. She waived any future appeal and was sentenced immediately. Stephen Craven's brother, Bill, rushed from his office um, furniture business in Atlanta to catch the first flight there so he could be in court to hear his sister-in-law admit to the killing. He clutched the hands of other family members, some of who traveled from California, as Adele told the judge she did it. I was stunned at today's developments because she had denied it from the beginning, said um, Bill had said, but I always knew she was guilty. It was so obvious to us. Bill, who is raising the Craven's two young boys, Said he believes his brother would be satisfied. Bill said his brother wasn't a death penalty advocate. To hear she say, to hear her say she's guilty is the most valuable thing of all. He ended up saying, um, he said he planned to tell his nephews Daniel and Joseph, who were at that time in 2004, now 10 and 12, that their mother had pled guilty to their father's killing, but would avoid the gruesome details. It was stated in another article that she had wrote to the boys and talked to them on the phone and assured them that she had nothing to do with her father, or their father being murdered. Um, attorney William Wilson said it was going, it's going to be very difficult to tell them, but it's something only that she can do. That's for them to find out when they're older, Bill said. So there's a lot of back and forth on that. Um, she deserved more, but this guilty plea prevents her from filing appeals, said, um, attorney Luke Morgan. Um. The family will be spared the arguments of an appeal. The community will be spared the question of what an appeals court may do. This shows now beyond any doubt that she did this, and it shows the community, who the three people who murdered this fine man in his own home, and that they did it because of greed. Um, I wasn't happy with the deal when Luke explained it, Bill had said, but the more I considered it, the better I liked it. The best part of the deal is that she is admitting guilt and signing a statement of guilt. I don't think she'll ever be let out of prison. So... On that Tuesday, (laughs) shortly after 3 p.m., a teary-eyed Adele Craven enters the courtroom. Fuck right off. Wearing a calf length black skirt and a black and white sweater. Flanked by her attorneys, she looked straight ahead before sitting down between them. Sitting behind her were her brother, a sister, childhood friend from California, and several northern Kentucky friends. On the other side of the courtroom, sitting behind Morgan, um, was Stephen Craven's family, his mother, brothers, and sister-in-law, and one of his sisters. The hand she um, raised to swear... Okay. The hand she raised to swear an oak, an oath <laughs> shook visibly. Oh, my God. She's shaking because she's a fucking <laughs> fuck. Throughout the proceedings, she went, um, she wept openly, hugging herself with one hand on her neck, a tissue cleansed it in her fist. Her voice cracked as she identified herself. Her brief answers to questions posed by um, Judge Patricia were quiet and punctuated by sobs. Roll your eyes loudly for the people in the back. Mm-hmm. Stephen Craven's mother was not moved. She was crying for herself. Her name is Garnett. Aww. That's my son's first stone. She came all the way from Palm Springs, California to attend and was there nearly every day of both trials. She, she, this is what his mom said. She killed him many times. She planned it. She called him down the stairs. She handed the gun to Pryor two different times. She made many, many conscious efforts to kill him. During the hearing, Morgan read a page-and-a-half statement of facts outlining the killing. Oh, boy. Quote, Ronald Pryor hit Mr. Craven several times with the crowbar and shot him three times in the head. Oh. Here, Morgan's voice rose dramatically, and he lifted his eyes from the document and looked direct- look directly at Adele at the direction of the co-defendants, Adele, Craven, and Rusty McIntyre. The statement ended. Pryor and McIntyre left the home. The crowbar and handgun were also placed inside a garbage bag that um, McIntyre took from the residence. Adele was still there when McIntyre and Pryor left. When she pled guilty, um, uh, she was immediately sentenced to life in prison with the 20 years oh. after parole. After hearing, um, after the hearing, she was returned to Kenton County Jail, where she has been since her arrest after the week, the, a week after the killing. Soon she'll be moved to Kentucky Correctional <laughs> Institute for Women in Peewee Valley
1: to serve her sentence. I'm sorry, just threw up her he has... And he pooped. <laughs> so much just... Happened. And this is the worst time because this is like... It's so intense. We're almost done. I'm literally on the last page. <laughs> I'm covered in vomit. And he just... Shit. It's fine. Keep going.
0: <laughs> um, Okay. I don't know how to feel right now. She received credit for her time served and will likely meet the parole board for the first time in late 2020. I searched extensively and the only article that I could find that talked about, about, sorry about her, I would have to have like paid like $30 to get the article. Oh, wow. So, um, great. Uh, Sim then went into the jury room to tell the 14-member panel who had sat through the six-week trial that their services were no longer needed. She had pled guilty. She told them immediately they took a poll. All of them were convinced of her guilt. Then they came into the courtroom to uh, commiserate with the Craven family and express their... with Stevens family and express their sympathy. But despite their unanimous, unanimous vote, jurors were undecided on the death penalty, which, I mean, that's a gray
1: area and I get it. Um considering that she's like, keep hitting him, shoot him again. He's still moving. Right. Um, oh but, my Lord. <laughs> that is Apollo, everyone. <laughs> Bill said for the
0: first time he was not in favor of killing the mother of his nephews. He said he held his tongue during the proceedings because he didn't want to hurt the prosecution's case, but he said he would have told jurors not to put um, Adele on death row. I would have I would have said we don't want the death penalty, um steve would have not wanted it for steve legacy and for dan and joe we would not have wanted it bill also ended up filing a wrongful death suit against adele in kenton county circuit court it was unclear whether the family w- would pursue that lawsuit um the plea began to <laughs> the plea. i hear him pushing the plea be- brings to an end of um a long legal bag battle her first child oh yeah um it was a hung jury. Like, eight of those jurors wanted to acquit her. That's why. Um, in order to present a stronger case for the retrial, Morgan made a deal... Oh. With the hitman, Ronald Pyre, who had already found, was found guilty of murder, avoided the possibility of being sentenced to death. You know, f- after testifying against Craven, he told jurors how Craven wanted her husband killed, paid him $1,000, and even stuck a gun in his hand and said, finish the job. Jeez. Craven's reputed lover, Russell, Rusty McIntyre, also testified against the woman as part of the plea deal, and that like broke her. She was so devastated oh, that he went against her. My God. So devastated. But um McIntyre told judges jurors, sorry, that Craven had promised him an easy life if he helped her in the killing. He said Craven planned to collect on her husband's life insurance and then marry him. Um, we have closure today, said Morgan. Adele Craven hurt so many people. Um, yeah. So, that was that was a whirlwind <laughs> just because of all the uh, events that unfolded. Uh, it's coming up this back.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm. I' gonna need,
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey, till next time. <laughs> 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 no, don't. <laughs> oh my God, you know where to find us. Fantasy world music by the fun. Tears, this boy is pooping everywhere. We gotta go. Until next time, Babylon. <laughs>
1: What's everybody? It's your boy, Zach. It's Josh. Zach, do you enjoy video games, drinking, and attempting to solve the world's problems through ridiculous schemes? Uh, yeah. Do you think others would enjoy that? I mean, I really hope so. So do I. So I think you all should come spend some time with us, the Midwest Meltdown. This show was created by these two fine gentlemen here, myself and Zach, when we spent the last 14 years telling each other funny stories, talking about video games, and literally anything else that comes to mind. We wanted to turn our passion for gaming into something that we could share with everyone. So again, follow us, the Midwest Meltdown, anywhere you can find your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Google Pods. Check us out. We'd be happy to have you.